Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming down the slow lane. Davison goes to come into his box. He just runs right in the pack. takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Puts his hand out of the cockpit and says, there we are, folks. Joined this morning by Toby Sowery driving in Indy Lights for Yunkos. Toby, you qualified sixth for race one, tenth, eighth for race two. Ooh, my bad, my bad. We're off, to, we're off to a bad start here. So okay, that's that's why I thought that. So how's the weekend going so far? What do you think of the uh, the track and conditions and all that? Uh, to summarise the weekend, it's uncertain. You know, we've had a bit of a lottery with some things, but you know the team's done a good job. We felt confident before qualifying. Um, you know, everything we'd done, we'd improved in the right direction. So we were feeling happy, but certain things are playing to what everyone expects um, there's a lot of stuff that's unsettled everyone this weekend inside and outside of this team um, so at least we're at a track we can race at you know if we're smart if we're good with tyres it will hopefully overshadow the problems that we're having but we'll see later so kind of before the air we, we were talking about tyres and so you just mentioned it so kind of have a feel for what things are going to be like do you see tyres being an issue at all for either race when they come up um, I don't know. We had our predictions for the tyres this weekend and they haven't exactly aligned with what we've actually ended up with. So I think the race is going to be interesting because I think some people are going to have a different strategy. I think some of them are saving new tyres, which I think is quite risky knowing how, how the practice and qualities have gone. But I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting for you guys and quite painful for some of us. So piggybacking off that, I think it was Joseph Newgarden said yesterday they'll drop off by the fourth lap on a new set of tires was almost a second. Are you guys seeing similar drop off in tires throughout the uh, throughout a tire stint? Uh, not quite that much. You know they've got a much softer, more peaky tire because they have strategies with it, so they can afford to have a tire have a fall off. Whereas we have to do a whole race on one and a set of qualies uh, most of the time on one set, so we don't have that drop off, but. Definitely lap three, lap four, and quality is the best the tire will be, and then it will start to peak. So, some of the IndyCar drivers were saying they were asked the trickiest corner in an IndyCar. I think the consensus was turn 13. What about an Indy Lights car? What do you think? It's, is turn 13 pretty difficult with the timing line being right there, or is there a different corner that's, that's much more difficult? Honestly... I think in the lights car, it reacts to this track very differently. They've got much more compliance with the vehicle overall. So, you know, turn 13's uh, on-edge, ballsy corner. It's, I think it's probably my favourite corner on the track. It's it's always 
nervous and it's like a real hustler's corner so I don't think that's the hardest one I think turn one's very difficult because the car's always hunting and pulling so trying to set it up at 170 miles an hour wheel braking and turning in at a high speed corner is quite difficult um, Canada corner turn 12 is also really difficult over the bumps you know you can have a car that's nicely set up but doesn't react to the bumps well and then it causes a lot of drama um, but yeah I don't think turn 13 is the most difficult for us so last year, obviously there was no Indy Lights, so you were back overseas doing some driver coaching and whatnot. Did that in any way help you for this year, kind of like how to prepare for a weekend because you were behind the scenes, anything you could gain from you know, the difficult 2020 bringing into 2021? Because we know it wasn't iRacing. <laughs> yeah, the iRacing stuff didn't really help too much, apart from the fun and keeping sharp, but you know, the driver coaching was good. It, it allow me to stay around uh, um, yeah being at the track helped you know it didn't detract from being outside of the racing atmosphere too long but um, yeah it didn't really help me in any way it just it allowed me to not fall too far behind well this is the like you said about last year with no Indy Lights this year's IndyCar rookie class is probably the weirdest ever Especially since, you know, there was no such thing as the Indy Lights graduate since there was no Indy Lights season or whatever. So, you know, the hope is that we see a couple guys from Indy Lights move up next year, kind of like the normal routine as it used to be. How are things looking for next year? Is, is IndyCar something you're shopping around for and asking about with the owners and whatnot? Or how, how are things progressing there? Um, my goal is IndyCar. I think it was after 19 as well. I felt ready, like mature enough, uh, ability-wise. You know, I've been I've been doing single seaters for a long enough time now. Um, I think I'm more mature than some other drivers in the series, but it's definitely the goal. You know, it's not just performance. There's a lot of other aspects um, that Rob actually covered in the coverage. That you know, you need the connection, the sponsorship, the image, personality, and I think IndyCar is starting to really expand into those areas as well. Um, but yeah, we've got some people on board this this year, like managing things behind the scenes. So. There's a lot of stuff in the works, and you know, if, if things don't go too wrong, I want to say, then hopefully we should be there. But you know, we still still got this year to focus on as well. Yeah. Speaking back off that, not to try to get you in any trouble here, but you talk to the boss at all about you know if, if in, yeah this boss see if IndyCar is in their in their future again maybe, and because you guys seem like you have pretty good connection and he's been there before, so he knows how how the whole world works with that. Um, series I believe it's his intention to go back when and when I don't know you know if he went then fantastic it allows me to transfer just to a car rather than a team but you know that's if I get the opportunity next year that's if he goes there next year but you know Ricky's a com um, he's a competitor he's always striving to be the best at everything he does and in being the best series to do that so I'm sure at some point you'll see Ricardo back in IndyCar when, I don't know. All right, we're going to switch racing disciplines for a second. Your good friend Jake Dennis is in Formula E, won a race a couple rounds ago at this point. Yeah, two, two races ago. Uh, not a lot of people here watch Formula E. I know you keep up with it because of Jake, and it's, it's actually decent racing. So what can you tell people about 
why should they follow Jake and, and a little bit about Formula E. You can have some fun with this one. Yeah, you shouldn't follow Jake, you should follow me. <laughs> um, no, Jake's a good friend of mine. He's, again, a good personality in the grid. Um, and like you said, the, the racing of Formula E is good, despite the cars not being the fastest in the world. There's huge talent in that field. You've got a lot of money from the manufacturers. It's The good thing with that series is it's a lot of it's spec, but a lot of it isn't as well. And I think that's they've got a good combination of development areas and spec, so it allows... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast. It seems to benefit on certain tracks and vice versa, but yes, it's... I think in, f in a few years when they get the cars a bit quicker, it's going to be something really competitive. You know, the cars are built solid as well, so they can have rubbing and racing. The wheels aren't outside the car, so you can have side pod action. So it's it's a good series. There's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of talent. So that sums basically why you'd watch it. So i got to humble brag for Mike for a second because I think you kind of are a hero in his eyes. <laughs> the, the big reason is the free t-shirt that he got, Rich Energy. Okay. It's also one of his favorite topics to talk about on the podcast, Rich Energy. I gotta ask what that was like, how that sponsorship came about back in the day, and he's got some crazy stories about everything. Yeah, William Story in, in particular, but how did that happen? You know, there's so much that's gone on. My story with the whole company and William is very tame. You know, I got introduced to him through one of our good friends who's a sports lawyer, um, good family friend, good work friend from my mum. And he said, look, there's this guy that's got an energy drink coming up. I'd like to introduce you. Perhaps it turns into something, perhaps it doesn't. But, you know, it's either way, come meet him. So we did. He jumped on board. It was interesting to say the least, but, you know, it didn't really amount to anything, which is a shame. Like, if everything found out, there was potential with the company, with the people, but for whatever reason, the route didn't exactly pan out as anyone hoped. It's like the most rational story I've heard about Rich Energy, I think. Because well, most of them come from you. <laughs> My Rich Energy stories are very different, but also, I did get that free t-shirt two years ago. I can't find it right now. It's my favorite t-shirt. I mean, Yeah, like, how many people can say they have a Rich Energy t-shirt? Yeah. Oh, I have hundreds of thousands of them. 
At the Freedom, they must have dropped 2,000 off. And I had them constantly throughout 2017 onwards. Well, I would have had them anymore. I think at home I've actually got a crate of 24 not open. Yeah, they can't, uh, we can't find them on Amazon. That's like a collector's item. Yeah, really. That's like vintage. That's why I kept on some, they were the old logo as well. Yeah, you could sell that on eBay and like fund like you know a couple sets of tires. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe at the end of the year. Then it build and then it stock goes up. Okay, so how do I follow up that question? I, I really don't know how to follow up a rich energy question. No, that's 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 easy. Uh, uh, green. <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that one. Um, okay, so you had 2020 coaching. You were mainly at home. Otherwise, did a lot of gaming, streaming. But what was one show or movie that blew you away that you binge watched in you know a week or whatever? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I watch a lot of stuff and zone out. Yeah, but the one thing that I can watch pretty much over and over again like Jake as well was Peaky Blinders oh, hell yeah like a lot of people don't know about it but the ones that do they love it as well it's such a good show um, can't wait for season 6 but that's the go to series that you know I, I literally just finished it about 3 weeks ago again could watch it in a couple months and forget half of it and then remember the rest I guess I gotta ask what year were you born? 96 Actually? All right, well, I was about to ask you about beer, but I wasn't trying to get you in trouble. No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a young, younger drinking age as well, so... Oh, that's right. Well, I guess when you get America, I'm not trying to get you in trouble here. Or get you, like, deported uh, or something. I'm, 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 All right, yeah. So, uh, are you a beer guy? Yeah. All right, you had Spotted Cow uh, anytime you come to Road America? Yeah. Dislike it. No. Yeah, tried it once. Horrible. No. I... I think it's overrated. I've heard of it all the time. I've tried it. I'd have to try it again because I think it must have been two or three years ago. It must have been three years ago that I had it. I will say it was better the second time I had it. The first time I had it, I was like, it was okay. Yeah, I was talking about the beer, right? Yeah, yeah. But the second time I had it, I'm like, this is amazing. And that's all. it's also better on tap, with, like most beers. But yeah, so. We'll wrap it up there because I think that's a great place to end it. Thank you, sir. Good luck this weekend. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.